Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wild scenes up there in Sydney, Kudos Bank Arena yesterday afternoon when Tim Zhu became the interim WBO welterweight champion of the world after stunning trash-talking American Tony Harrison with a ninth-round stoppage and a brutal closing sequence. Next stop for him, Jamel Charlo. Next stop for us is boxing journal author and commentator Paul Arpin. Paul, thanks for your time this morning. Morning, guys. Well, there go the naysayers, there go the critics, there go the uh, those that said he couldn't do it because he's just gone and done it, Paul. Yeah, he did. Look, it worked out really well that he had this fight with Harrison because I sort of felt that he needed another top-level opponent before he fought Charlo because Charlo's really, really good. Charlo lost to Harrison on points and then beat him in the rematch. and That's his only career loss. So I just felt that Tim needed this fight. And you can see how much he's improved. He spent all that time recently in the U.S. sparring over there, training over there. And he's just up. Every time he's fought, he's just got a little better. And you could see mm. yesterday the improvement with his defense. And for all the trash talking I said of Tony, and he was great theatre, uh, if anything, if nothing else, on the way in. He was gracious in defeat, and he said the better fighter won. And, in fact, he did point to Tim Zhu's uh, improvement as well. And Tim said he's been pretty open and honest all the way through, hasn't he? He said you don't know if you're a shark until you swim with the shark. So he got some validation out of it as well. Yeah, no, and I think that gives him greater confidence now going against Charlo. And just the way, he, as I said, he improved his defence. He was aggressive without being too aggressive, where before Tony Harrison had said that in the lead-up. You know, Tim, Tim's very aggressive and takes a lot of punches, and mm. he thought he could take advantage of that. But the tightening up of defence, Igor Gulabev, his uncle and trainer, they've really worked hard on this, that um, he's aggressive and comes forward, but not taking unnecessary punches. And he's going to need that against Jamel Charlo. So I think it was a great win for Tim, but also the experience of having that fight against a, a former world champion, just giving even more confidence going forward now. What will it do for, for Tim Zhu's uh, profile in this country? Uh, because, you know, I think we, we all get swept up in a big fight in the in the immediate days beforehand, but... I think that our our best boxers somewhat go off the grid, particularly if they're fighting overseas and internationally. So what can this do for his profile in this country and the sport of boxing as a whole? Well, you make a very valid point because so often you see Aussie boxers, they step up to that world-class level overseas and they, and they fail to deliver. But I think, you know, you saw the crowd yesterday. That was a full house. It looked fantastic. That was going to the Showtime television network in America. Um, all of the American commentators are saying now that Tim really is ready for this fight with Charlo. So I think he's he's just proven it's not just the name that's got him there, that he's got the skills and he's got the talent, and now he's got the win to deserve the fight for the undisputed world title. So 
you know, I think people watched yesterday. He looks like a fighter. He just looks so much like his father physically, but also the style that he has. You know, aggressive, come forward, throws really good combinations, hard punches, but got, still got the skill. So I think when people see him, they're going to say, wow, when can I see Tim again? Have you, I've just been doing some uh, reading online and fallen into the uh, pitfalls of social media. It seems like the Americans are still thinking, well, we need to see this guy come into America and beat Charlo and take his belts from him before we take him seriously. That would seem a little unfair, but is that how you think the American uh, boxing world still sees Tim Zoo? Look, until he beats Charlo, they're going to say that he's just, you know, another contender. Mm. The fight will happen over there. Um, the Showtime Network um, has got a contract with Jamel Chamalo's promoter, Premier Boxing Champions, PBC. So the fight's definitely going to happen over there. It'll happen over there um, in our winter, so middle of the year. Right. So it's just a matter of trying to lock the dates in now. But, yeah, look, until he gets there, if he beats Charlo, it'll be like, wow, overnight success. But we know Tim's been developing for a few years now. Uh, but, yeah, look, I think he's ready. And I think people who know boxing in America will say, hey, he's got a good chance of beating Charlo and becoming the undisputed super welterweight champion of the world. So, rap for Tim Zhu, no doubt about that, um, Paul. And he improves to 22-0, 16 knockouts um, in among that record as well. But... Did they let it go for too long? What did you think of the, the closing sequence there? Because, geez, Tony copped some shots before, um, obviously, the fight was called. Yeah, look, that last punch where Tony's got his head twisted, sort of looking out towards the crowd, that probably mm. wasn't necessary, but the referee wasn't quick enough to jump in there. You know, he, he stopped it, even though he got back up on his feet. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have continued. So it was a good stoppage. But, yeah, look, that last punch looked bad, but it, it's hard when you're in there. It's a split-second timing, and maybe the referee could have got there a little bit quicker, but... Yeah, you know, it, 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 it didn't affect the end of the fight. It was, it was clearly a knockout win for Tim there. Will there be, I presume, referees, you know, have to go back and be judged for their performances? Well, you know, we live in it and we've spoken about some comments that Gus Gould made mm. in the NRL about concussion and, and making light of it. And clearly boxing's a sport that has to take concussion incredibly seriously, uh, as seriously as any other sport. Will there be any backlash or fallout for the referee on, on like, will they be hard on him for, for not being able to step in quicker and allowing that one last shot? Because we know that, you know, one shot can be, can be uh, you know, very, very damaging. Yeah, look, you're so right. Uh, each of the commissions at, at the end of the night, when all the fans have gone home, the judges and the officials have a meeting where they review their performance. They're asked to review their scoring. They talk about their, their refereeing decision. So, yeah, look, that's always reviewed, and, and you're spot on. You know, boxing needs to be very, very serious in the way it manages this issue going forward. Uh, it's going to be a big problem because, you know, the boxing is um, concussive punches to the head. So, you know, it's one of the things that the sport has to deal with where they talk about, you know, going, well, everybody wearing headgear or mm. some other issues. But, you know, the, the, the sport has to err on the side of caution much more than any other sport. So what happens now with Tim? I mean, he's worked so hard to get up for this fight, of course, Paul. Would he take a little sabbatical now? Would he sort of not detrain, but would he really wind it back a little bit before building back up for mid-year? How would, how would he play it typically, do you think? No, nah, Tim will be – he'll want to go back to the gym today. Yeah. <laughs> um, his uncle will be pushing – will be pushing him to have a couple of days off. So he'll probably have a couple of days off. But then I would say he'll be back at the gym maybe later this week or definitely Jeez. Monday next week. That's, and that's his dedication to sport as far as he's concerned. He hasn't done anything yet until he gets that undisputed title win. You know, that's the mentality of the family. 
that's his father, that's his mother, that's his brother. That's the way they, they operate. Um, you know, they keep training and keep working for perfection. So, you know, Tim, oh, you'll see Tim. I'd be surprised if you don't see Tim back in the gym this week at some stage after having a few days off because that's, that's, he, he keeps pushing himself to be the best. And I haven't seen anything from Costa out there, Paul, but I imagine the old man would be incredibly proud. Uh, and his other son, Nikita, also won on the undercard as well. So he's, he's coming along nicely. Yeah, look, Nikita had a really good win. You know, um, he's got all the skills and all the ability, and there's no doubt that he can progress as well um, to the world scene. And look, Costa will be very proud of both boys. You know, he'd be so disappointed that because of his family situation back in Russia that he couldn't come over. But, you know, I know um, I'm still in contact with him quite regularly, and I know that he's so proud of what Tim's achieved. But again, the family motto is you haven't done anything yet and mm. to get those undisputed titles. So, mm. you know, Tim knows there's still a lot of work to be done. Paul, in a more general sense, where's boxing? You know, Sam and I are casual boxing fans, and if there's a big fight like this, then we'll tune in and we'll get invested and we'll think we're, uh, we're uh, experts in the field. But where, where does, where's boxing at at the moment? Where, where does the sport see itself in, in terms of the, particularly the Australian sporting mm-hmm. landscape? Are you, are, you, are you where you want to be? Do you nearly, really need to work hard to, to promote the sport and continue to try and get some ground off other sports? Where do you see it? Look, it's events like this which help boxing because it keeps the sport on the map and people like Tim Zhu and Nikita Zhu are going to lead the sport going forward and they give opportunities for, for younger guys on the on the card and girls on the card to, to get a, a bit of um, you know spotlight, a bit of television coverage. So, look, we're, we're there. We need probably another one or two world champions to, to come through and, and help the sport. Uh, there's Ebony Bridges, actually one of our, our female world champions, is doing really good things over in the UK at the moment. Um, Australian fans will know about her. So, you know, Tim Zhu was going to shine a big spotlight like Anthony Mundine and Danny Green used to do on the sport and give other people the opportunity to come forward. So we're nearly there, but we need Tim to become undisputed world champion. That'll help us a lot going forward. Oh, he's doing a good job at the moment, though, Paul, isn't he? I just love his temperament. I mean, these are high-pressure situations, and, and he never once cracked, uh, despite all that baiting from, from Tony Harrison, right up until the bell was rung. And he's well-spoken, uh, famous surname. I mean, I think boxing's in good hands with him, isn't it? Yeah, look, he, it's a, he's a talent, but he's been building through his whole life for mm. this. And, and you can see just the way he carries himself and the confidence, the quiet confidence that he's got. I know he speaks a little bit more than his dad did, but really he's got that confidence to take him forward to bigger and better things. So let's hope he gets the opportunity this year sometime. Paul, great to talk to you, mate. Really appreciate uh, you coming on this morning and sharing your insights uh, with us. Uh, what was a big fight last night, a big night in Australian boxing last night with Tim Zhu over Tony Harrison. Appreciate it, mate. And hopefully we, we speak again later on in the year. My pleasure. Will do. Thank you. There's Paul Upham there, journo, author, uh, boxing commentator, uh, does some work with Fox Sports News as well. Great to have him on the line. But some of the feedback off the text as well, perhaps from people who follow it a bit closer mm. than us, JJ, definitely should have stopped the fight earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would imagine it's a sport where the referees are told you'd probably prefer to stop it maybe half a second too early than half a second too late because mm. we know what half a second too late can potentially look like. So. It wasn't great. No, it wasn't yeah. great. Um, but all credit to Tim Zhu because he did what he had to do out there. He was uh, he was dominant in the end. Even when Tony gave back a bit, he was in control of the fight. You know, we didn't get into the nitty-gritty tactically with Paul, but uh, he's known as a come-forward boxer. He just stalked him all around the yeah. ring. He? he just walked the after attack. him every time. We love that because even a, a fighter as great as Floyd Mayweather often criticised for basically running away from opponents and defending. That's the way he fights, and that's fair enough. But... 
it is great to see someone like Tim Zhu who just wants to be engaged and involved in the fight and make it happen. Yep, and his uh, younger brother, Nikita, coming through as well.